Um, you remember the Black Lives Matter movement that was sparked after the death of George Floyd. Um, and it changed a lot of things, if you think about it. We had all new attention um, to all kinds of different things. Our society viewed things in a different way, including um, black authors and their work. You know, and it, and it trickled down in many different ways. Publishers started to, you know, put in additional promotional campaigns. There was new focus. There was attention all on black authors and their work. Did it last? And it's really interesting conversation about the good and the bad in that. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Joining us now is Sarah Raleigh, who's a freelance columnist and author of The Bones of Ruin. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're a well-published author, a children's author, uh, essayist, fantasy. I mean, you, you've got a number of works out there. Um, just get, to get some of the important points nailed down here so people have some idea uh, who you are and what we're talking about, how long have you been in the publishing business? How long have you been working as an author? Oh, I published my first book uh, in, I think, 2014. It was an indie publisher, and I started um, publishing, I guess you could say, in the big times uh, with the big New York publisher, Simon & Schuster, um, in 2016. So it hasn't been too long, but I have been around long enough to have seen certain things. Yeah. Now, just walk us through what happened, because, of course, as you say, um, around the death of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement that was spawned as a result, um, there was all new focus and attention to works like yours, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, as we all know, the death of George Floyd um, sparked protests um, in summer of 2020, not only nationwide in Canada, um, but obviously in America and all around the world, that's when you started to see a lot of businesses, a lot of institutions um, talking more about the need to really pay attention to black lives and promoting black work, um, hiring black um, workers Mm -hmm. in all fields. Um, and we, we really started to see that attention on uh, us as black people. And Sarah, it, you know, some of your work, interestingly enough, has been around um, some of the barriers to black authors in the publishing world, right? I mean, you've written on this very subject before. Yes, absolutely. I, I wrote uh, actually a piece, a couple of opinion pieces in the Crow Inquirer about just the emotional burdens of being a black writer trying to navigate a publishing industry that is largely and has historically been in favor of white voices. Uh, And so I think um, my work for The Walrus that I recently published is very much an offshoot of that. So on the surface, you would think this new attention and focus on the work of black authors would be a good thing. Um, And I'm sure there were some good things to come out of it, right? Oh, absolutely. Every author wants their books to be read. We want our books to be sold. And for a lot of us, this is our bread and butter. This is how we put food on the table. And you saw that? You saw an increase in attention and sales, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, There was definitely a big spike. I remember getting an email from my agent about, you know, um, just how many more books were sold during that time period uh, of summer 2020 and just seeing a lot of engagement with my work more than I'd ever seen um, previous. But you ask a fascinating question, which I think, you know, is something that we all need to sort of take a look at. Does it take something so tragic 
so society shifting and earth shattering to take place to put that kind of importance on your work? That's the question you're asking. Yes, absolutely. And it's something that I struggle with because at the same time, like I said, every author wants their books to be read. You know, I feel so happy when fans reach out to me and say, oh, I love the Effigy series. I love the Bones of Ruin. Um, But the idea that it took a man's death and not just a man's death because these kinds of acts of police brutality are happening all the time, but just for the fact that for whatever for whatever reason, um, the death of this particular man at this particular time in this particular manner um, sparked such national and international conversation. That is what sort of led the uh, collective light bulb to be turned on and for people to start thinking, you know, maybe we should pay more attention to black people and black lives and, and black art. And um, that's something that that's kind of bothersome to me. Uh, yeah, and me too. I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and the other question is, um, because it's, 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 it's a spike, it's momentary, right? It's well that focus is there, but it doesn't last. We, it's not like it changes forever, right? Yeah, it's, it's a momentary thing, and I saw that with my sales as well. And it's just kind of like with Black History Month, and, you know, I often see this, a spike of my engagement during February <laughs> um, as a Black author and um, people wanting to reach out to me and things like that. But, you know, speaking as a Black author, I'm sure that many other Black authors feel the same way. It would be wonderful to get that kind of engagement all the time throughout the year without there needing to be some yeah. kind of month or some kind of tragedy to sanction that kind of uh you know, interest. Any ideas on how we make that happen? Like we, we, we get the start and, and, you know, it may be sprung from tragedy, but it, it moves things in the right direction. How do we maintain it, sustain it? To keep caring. Yeah. You, you have to keep caring. Um, and how do people keep caring? It's, it's a, it's a difficult question. Why? I think it, causes people to reflect upon themselves and ask, you know, why don't you care about black literature, about black art? Why don't you care about indigenous literature uh, or or Asian literature and so on, um, except for when something terrible happens? I think it just means a sustained um, feeling of shared humanity that despite some of the differences that we have that are very much on the surface level, we're part of a collective, and we should care about each other. Excellent conversation and really something to think about. Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks very much. That's Sarah Raleigh, freelance columnist and an author. And as you heard, she's written The Bones of Ruin, uh, other children's um, literature, fantasy series, all kinds of work.